Hey, it's Richie and Wes. He's Richie. And he's Wes. And this is our show. Trolling social media and asking our sex question of the week. Well, thanks for tuning in. We're dying. <laughs> I don't know why it's so tingly. It really is weird. My left arm has been tingly and weird feeling all day long, y'all. So if you hear a thud, <laughs> it's been nice knowing all of y'all and entertaining y'all for the last five years. Do you taste copper? No. Just vodka from like... Yeah. Just and now wine. wine. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Like just vodka from last night. That's all. That's all you need. That'll keep you going. My back is killing me, so if at some point I freeze up, I literally was being frozen <laughs> in weird, contorted positions when I was trying to move because my back would just spasm. What is like, wrong with us? Back. I'd be like, am I just going to be stuck like this? I'll live like this forever. I love it. We are falling apart. We do have more wine, right? We do have more oh, right there. I thought, I thought that was the empty one. Nope. We're full Stockton wine. We're ready Love to it. go. Thank you, yes. Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You, yes. keep a, you keep us drunk and we keep you entertained, hopefully. <laughs> That's right. And you can help us out, too. Also, our goal through Patreon is to go on a gay bar tour of Southern California. Yes. And bring our sex question mm-hmm. to the masses and embarrass people around. Well, how could you embarrass people? At gay bars. Exactly. It's not possible. No, not at all. To be had. But to enjoy, entertain, and meet new people and have a good time. Yeah. So help us get there. And Hawaii, we're coming for you. I had a premonition right before the show. (laughs) You're having dreams about going to Hawaii. We were on a gay podcast tour and we were having fun. We were actually on a beach at a resort. With other gay podcasters. Why am I picturing this like a Disney teen show where (laughs) (laughs) we are on the beach? (laughs) With like a cheesy little sign that says Richie and Wes. I can't. And a fake ass background. All I know is that it was like evening-ish. It was beautiful. We had our own little panel there and we were doing our thing. Sipping pina coladas. I'm here. I'm I'm not even going to call it a dream. It was a premonition. It's going to happen. Yes. It will happen. It will happen. By hook and by crook. <laughs> well, we want to give a big shout out and cheers to Brandy and Chris, who wanted me to tell you that they love you and they had such a good time. Aww. When they were here. <laughs> I know. They're amazing. I didn't want them to go. We had so much fun with them. Oh my God. That was, a, that was just a great time. Come on the show. They need to Zencast in. They oh my to, gosh. Yes. family members from ohio when they were here we took them out all over i took them to the beach i took them yeah you took them all over i just just took them to a drag show show, and they closed down the bars it was wild i'm just happy they all had a good time i love them too thanks for listening yeah since I subscribed (laughs) and gave us a five-star review on your phone during this day What's the point of having family if you can't force them into doing things for you? Exactly. Just saying. Now onto our topics. Yes. Something a little serious that I wanted to bump on before we get to shading people as we love to do. HIV AIDS has been around for Mm -hmm. decades, possibly several decades. It may go all the way back to the 50s or even prior. But... Since the 1980s in this country, 
if you sleep with other men mm-hmm. and you're a man, mm-hmm. you're identifying as a man, you cannot get blood. Mm-hmm. There used to be a band for life. Uh-huh. List. Band for life. Because you said you suck dick. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's like you're supposed to abstain for 90 days or some shit. Uh, or like a year, or I don't fucking know. Might as well be the same fucking thing. Right. Because we're not abstaining for 90 days. Or nine days. No. Or nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we have fix coming over as we record this show right now. We are on a timer. They're on the way. And at this point, now we've crossed the threshold mm-hmm. where because it's been considered a gay disease for so long, the gay community, the queer community has become really knowledgeable and yeah. very willing to be, you know, Pfizer's little guinea pigs mm-hmm. for their drugs and actually more people are aware of their status, more yeah. people are if they do have HIV, they're undetectable, mm-hmm. or they're on PrEP, or they're on Discovy, or they're yep. on some sort of regimen, so mm-hmm. that it's pre-exposure, so exactly. never get it. But not straight people. Their numbers nope. are going up, up, mm-hmm. up. And I've always said this, I've always said this, because I got into an argument with someone about this, like, years ago. And they're like, yeah, well, like, you know, like, like mostly gay people. I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys, straight people, don't get tested regularly. So clearly, if a group of people is going to be getting tested regularly, there are going to be more recorded cases. Typically, straight people get tested if something itches or burns or something. Not just as a normal health regimen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, like we do every three months. Literally, yes. Yeah. So this does not surprise me whatsoever. They're still extremely uneducated about a lot of things. My own friend, like, she was shocked when I was explaining to her what undete- undetectable meant. And didn't even know that that prep was a thing. Oh, I had a doctor that didn't know what prep was. It, it's insane. Mm-hmm. You're like, girl. Right? Yeah. She does now. But... Oh, yeah. I will happily explain. She was amazed that people were undetectable. She was like, what? This is a thing? I'm like, yeah, girl. Oh, now they're like, curing people. Right? They are reporting that they've cured a woman and three other cases. Fuck yeah, we're getting closer and closer. That's amazing. Yes. That's completely. absolutely incredible. But it certainly is still a vicious mm-hmm. cycle to... Have something you have to manage, blah, exactly. blah, blah, go on the medications, all these things, the stress, the anxiety, all that stuff. So far more intelligent to be tested, to yep. know your status. Mm-hmm. To... Yeah. And there's so, there... ma- so many programs and resources now. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's insane. It's so easy. See? T- my Tinder just went off. Drake's coming <laughs> uh... over in eight minutes, y'all. <laughs> and get some prep online. Exactly. <laughs> our next sponsor. <laughs> cool, let's get shady. Yes. Let's shade the Oscars for a second. Have you heard of this bullshit? They're always pulling some thing. Make it make sense. The Oscars are not requiring presenters and performers to be vaccinated. Oh, I see. But they are for nominees. 
What the? What sense does that make? They're in the same room. On the same stage. I. Can someone please explain? <laughs> I'm no doctor. I don't pretend to play one on this podcast. But for me, the math ain't mathin'. I'm just like, what is the purpose of this? Besides to cater to the anti-vaxxers. And let's just be honest, that's exactly what it is. But but, but who? I don't know, man. Well, I bet you there's a couple of nominees. I I'm sorry, you, a couple it, of performers and presenters who are and don't want to come out. It's probably so many more that we even mm-hmm. realize. Child... You have no idea. When someone would have come to their mansion and vaccinated them. Mm Mm-hmm. Seriously. (laughs) You won't believe the amount of fake vaccination cards I see at work that I have to turn away. And people are stupid about it. Misspelling (laughs) Pfizer, misspelling Moderna, having the dates all weird and out of order, not having their name on it at all. Someone tried to convince me that that's how it is in Ohio. I'm like, honey, it is a medical record. Your name has to be on it. There is nowhere on this planet that you're going to get something injected into your body and have proof of it without your name being on there to prove who you are, you fucking moron. No. It's a card that's universal. Yes! I'm all... I... at least Just, they're dumb enough to get caught. There's... It's so stupid, but like uh, they'll have full on back and forth. Well, you're not a doctor. I'm like, actually, but I did work in a medical facility for five years of my life, so fuck you. I think I know a little bit more about medical records. <laughs> like, I know what a fucking card looks like. Bitch. I dealt with medical records. Shit. Oh, God. <sighs> like, what's the point of not having, like, either do it all or don't? Exactly. That just doesn't make any sense to me. No. And why even... Like, the nominees are going to be coming in contact with the presenters when they're going to be getting their awards. So, how does that make any sense? bother anyway? Why are the Oscars even still around? Exactly. (laughs) See, getting me all pissed off now. Give me some goddamn wine. Open that bottle up. Crack her open. Oh, perfect. The delicious monster. (laughs) Wine is what we're drinking. I just don't even like award shows anymore. I would prefer award shows just to be big concerts, and then in the middle of the performances, they can just announce who won what, and they don't even have to come up and pick their get their award and say a bunch of, oh my god, thank you for my manager and my family, and blah, blah, blah. Because it's all the same rehearsed fucking speech anyways, unless you're Fiona Apple, who you have the best acceptance speech ever. Because <laughs> you told everyone to fuck off. This world is shit. <laughs> 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 you do you and be who the fuck you want to be. <laughs> I was like, yes. Unless you're doing that type of acceptance speech. Thank you. I don't really care about you thanking God and thanking your mom mm-hmm. and thanking your management it's and the rest boring. of your team. And of course, to all of my fans. That's nice. Fast forward three years down the road, we're at some podcast award show. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, god, I can't believe this is happening. I want to thank all of our listeners so uh, much. <laughs> thank you, Hyrule Commander, for being our unofficial <laughs> third co host. <laughs> Marcel, we did. I'm like crying like Halle Berry at the Oscars. <laughs> we did it. Oh 
<laughs> Why put people at risk like that? Right? The Oscars crowd, not all of them are young. We don't need to lose. Right? Some legacies. Just a mess. Those are probably the ones oh that are God, not getting. Please. Those are actually probably the ones that are not getting vaccinated, mm-hmm. like Goldie Hawn, <gasps> who went on Fox and Friends huh. and said, "Not my Goldie." And said, "Not my relationship goals, Goldie." <laughs> he said, "She doesn't want kids wearing masks because of their mental health in school." Man, I had the worst taste in celebrity women. Kirstie yeah. Alley. Fucking Stacey Dash. She did not say anything about vaccinations. And in fact... Why was she on there? What, because she... Does she have something to promote? It's not Christmas yes. time. No, I know. She <laughs> doesn't have a Santa Claus movie coming out. No, she um, has a mental health advocacy group that she... Okay. ...works with or... Got you. ...or fucking, I don't Something. Know. Yeah. How are masks brought into this? Can't she just, like, stay, like, coupled to... Kirk and right. just make funny and movies and make me laugh. And I don't need to hear about me. And yeah, be a, be a mental health advocate. Lord, Lord knows I am, but come on, leave the mask out of it, girl. The problem and the stress factor and all the fucking shit is coming from the goddamn parents mm-hmm. who are making it a fucking issue. Yep, a whole bunch of Karens. Man, Goldie. The kids are like, whatever. So, I don't, maybe not all of them are like that. Certainly, I have times where I've been wearing that mask for several hours, mm. and it gets annoying. I'm getting stuffy. My mm. face is getting hot. Perhaps there are other issues at school that may cause more mental distress. Mm-hmm. Like bullying, active shooter drills, not having right. lunch. I don't know. Take your pick. And I don't want to other it because it is two things can be true, mm-hmm. but why Goldie? I'm just still upset about that. Right. <laughs> I know. We, where did we lose her? Why go on Fox and Friends? Uh, right of all platforms. That's such a boomer thing to do. It's so embarrassing. Jesus Christ! Please tell me that you've at least read about the Tinder. Swindler. Oh my god, yes. I watched the fucking documentary. I have not yet. I feel like I have I because finish my wine for this one. My thing is I, I watch a lot of YouTubers who just mm-hmm. recap things, mm-hmm. so it makes me think like I they they get all the all, all the shit that I would like that I need to know. I feel like I've watched it. It was very long, so yeah. Oh okay, was it? See, I haven't yeah. even clicked on a Netflix to even <laughs> No, it was, like, it was multiple episodes. Okay. Like Heather McDonald had an episode about it and perfect. That I'm good. I feel yeah. like I watched it. I don't think I missed any points. <laughs> we still love you, Heather. We, we do. <laughs> no, you don't like me. It's okay. <laughs> this motherfucker, as if I wasn't already irritated that he's just free to roam about and on social media, mm-hmm. he now has an agent and wants to do his own dating show. If you don't know what we're talking about, y'all, it's this dude Spoiler who alert. Yep. literally swindled these women and basically, correct me if I'm wrong, Kind of treated it like a Ponzi scheme, like had them take out loans to let him use money, but then he'd use that to take other girls out and stuff and fabricate this lifestyle. Yes, it all. It was like a ring kind of, of, of circling. Yes, yes, like cyclic, where where yeah, he would get money from one to pay something for another one, and then yeah. they would loan him money for something else. And these women are now in massive debt, and now have started to go fund me. Now most of them just got screwed over. 
That's so fucking, ugh, disgusting. And Hollywood, I know you're tacky, but this is tacky. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Do not give this. We're just rewarding an abuser. Do not. And a thief. Do. And a not. fraud. With a possible dating show. The only thing he should be getting is another five to ten. How does he have an agent? Okay. We don't have an agent. No, we haven't right? swindled anyone. God, is that what I need to do? Right? Jesus Christ. God. I'm Shit. Just like, oh, I can't. I can't. And those are the kind of crimes where it always fascinates me because they get people to give them the money. Mm-hmm. It's not that they take someone's credit card or that they're doing something behind their back. They get them to give it to them. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so difficult for them to get the money back or really even file any charges yeah. against these people because they they admit, did willingly they admit to willingly doing yeah. it. Yeah. There's another one on Netflix right now called Inventing Anna. It's not a documentary. It is a screenplay. Mm-hmm. And it's a little series. I forget how many episodes it is. Okay. The acting is really good. Okay. And it's really interesting just to see how they really break down, like, how she was able to kind of pull off this scheme. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Just honestly. Did you see the trailer for The Bad Vegan? No. Oh, my God. So this is apparently your Netflix, like, catch-up oh, segment right? of the show. Oh, my God. Okay. Netflix it sponsor is us. this money. story about this <laughs> restaurateur. <laughs> she had a restaurant, like, a, a raw vegan restaurant and, um, was- and like, a juice bar type situation. Mm-hmm. And she basically, like, shisted, like, 200 grand out of investors um, her restaurants closed down because her entire staff walked out because they weren't paid for a month. Uh, but this is interesting because, well, first of all, she only served fucking four months in jail. That's ridiculous to me. But they actually have her speaking on the documentary as well as her former employees. The audacity of some She had some nerve. Boy- some controlling boyfriend, I guess, that was in on it as well. Oh, my God. And he was promising to make her and her dog immortal. What? But it's fucking zany. What? But it's my kind of zany. I was all <laughs> immortal dogs. <laughs> Shiesty vegan people. Apparently, she set up Hilaria, Baldwin, and Alec. That fakery oh my god so frogs hang around each other parents. that's what's also wild about inventing anna is there is a period where it's sort of inner like the timeline intersects uh-huh. with fire festival oh my god and like that guy is a very not the actual yeah. guy obviously the actor playing the guy has a very short yeah so all these fraudsters apparently mm-hmm. know each other yeah, yeah, it's good because they they have because you know most most of the time the person's in jail or they refuse to right. even participate you know but no she's no shame she's there talking and her old employees <laughs> are too they're like yeah we'd get paid for a month we said we're walking out and I guess that happened twice and she blamed it on a change in banks or some bullshit 
Mm-mm. But yeah, Mm-mm. one of their um, reactions to the immortal dog thing was what? the same as yours right now. There's in the trailer, someone says, "Yeah, do you hear about the immortal dogs?" And she's like, "I'm sorry, but what?" <laughs> I'm still like, she's what? like, she's like, I'm gonna need a second to process this. What are you talking about, immortal dog? Like, <laughs> so this is looks interesting because they're finding out things. As we're finding them out, basically. <laughs> this whole thing of, like, fakery and all this stuff really reminded me of, do you remember Tracy Anderson, who was Gwyneth Paltrow's trainer? No! Who was so this? So she's still basically... This is a juicy episode. What's yes. happening? She's still basically famous and um, has, like... Celebrity clients who made her really famous, but mm-hmm. she basically had all these other clients and this gym. Okay. That she just completely abandoned and like took all their money and like didn't pay rent and pay people for oh stuff. Oh my God. To like when she leveled up, basically, she just left all of that. What? So her old clients were like, but I paid for like three months of sessions. She's like, whatever, I'm with Gwyneth Paltrow now. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm hanging out with Goop. Fuck you. You know these people out of money. That's <laughs> horrible. Because she became famous. was like, well, fuck y'all. I don't need y'all now. I mean, I'm keeping your money. Don't get me oh wrong. I'm keeping that money. <laughs> I'm so done. Well, if any of you listeners were one of her mm-hmm. clients... Wes is an amazing trainer. (laughs) (laughs) And also subscribe to our Patreon. Oh, my. You know who isn't getting, well, who actually might be getting um, swindled out of their money and has no access to it is Wendy Williams. No. You hear about this? Talk about weird. Okay, so we all know. First of all, she's not returning to her show this season. No. They're giving her till September. It's going to be the Sherry. Shepherd show. Shepherd show. Yes. But she did release a video. Her son walking on the beach with her, and she actually looked good. Look of sound body and mind. Okay. She said, you know, um, when you're 56, you, things happen. <laughs> things change, and your body does some weird things to you sometimes. Uh, but she said that, you know, she is. Taking her time. Mm-hmm. She looks forward to returning to the show whenever that time is going to be, but she okay. still needs some time just to focus on her health. Yeah. Um, that she's getting stronger every day, so that was good. The bad thing is that Wells Fargo has frozen her account. What? That's the weird thing. So. Oh my God, it's another Britney situation. Well, that's the thing. It's very rare for a bank to freeze your account. The the bank basically is saying that they believe, or they have reason to believe that she has been swindled and, and exploited for her money. So for her protection, they have frozen her accounts. I thought that was weird. I'm all, that what? sounds shady and weird as fuck. Yeah. However, I guess she fired her financial advisor recently. Even though she's claiming she has nothing to do with anything. So, the good people over my little blog, oh no, they didn't. They, all the resources right there. They had a, there are a few members on there that are actual, are actual like, fraud and crisis bank specialists. Mm-hmm. And they're like, 
this is extremely weird, especially they're like, Wells Fargo doesn't even Wendy Williams money. Like they make but they make billions of dollars in overdraft fees right. alone. Like, <laughs> like like her millions are not gonna make or break them. So for this to happen, they have to have because they know that they're gonna be put in the press for this and they can easily be sued if it's not correct, that they must have some pretty damn concrete evidence that someone is definitely doing some shady shit with her money. Because they rarely go the route of freezing someone's accounts. Especially someone as high stature as Wendy Williams. Unless there's extremely probable cause and they have some concrete evidence. Because they could be sued for God knows how much. And also it just looks bad in the press for them. Why would they be talking about it? Exactly. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all of the bankers on oh, No They Didn't was like, yeah, so one of them was like, um, I do this for a living, and I do I deal with frauds and freezing accounts daily. Uh, it's very, very rare. <laughs> like, the last thing they want to do is touch someone, especially someone with money that they can yeah. come after them for. So now it's like, who what? is it? But they did say that the most... Like, most of the times when they do have to freeze an account, it's because someone is involved with... A family member scamming them, or a romance scam like the Tinder swindler. Oh my God! Just to bring it back full circle. <laughs> I can't. But how nuts is that? I'm like Wendy's Jesus. whole story is a whole like drama. Yes, wrapped in a nightmare. But I mean, she's been spilling hot topics for. 30-something years, now she's the hot topic. She sure is. She's a hot mess, is what she mm-hmm. is. Good lord. Yeah. Whew. Well, one of our tweets lit up this week on the social meds <laughs> because Linda Evangelista came out yes. with a story about how she did Cool Sculpt which is advertised as, like, the easiest thing in the world uh-huh. and just a spot treatment and something that's in and out in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Do it on your lunch break. And, I mean, of course, everything has some... Everything has a side effect. Of course. There's some chance of that. You know that going in, but you think it's very low. She came out talking about her experience and mm-hmm. how it had complications. Yeah, it deformed her on her she, right... Oh, like under her arm? Yeah. Yeah, like over her ribcage. Mm-hmm. And more to the effect that the people weren't taking any sort of accountability or responsibility, mm-hmm. that there's like procedures like this still have to be done in a certain manner. Yeah. And I'm not certain that I... Most of the time people get cool sculpt, it's around the navel and stomach area. That's what I thought. Eyes. Yeah. So I'm not even sure if it's supposed to be done up there. That's a really delicate spot. Very, yeah. Yeah. So you're, uh, you're still supposed to be doing things correctly. And I thought that it was very um, eye-opening to, to see that. And, of course, I was expecting it. You know, you know how people are. The Olivia Rodrigo fans. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> They're back at it. <laughs> Just kidding. I deleted all those tweets. I blocked them all. <laughs> Some bitch was like, uh, wait, wait, rich people problems. I have my own health issues. Oh, blah, 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 God. Blah, blah. 
And I was just like, you know what? Complications from a medical procedure, whether that is a selected right. procedure or not, is hardly a rich people problem. Like, just have some compassion. It's really that easy. She never replied, and we had my uh, my alert. My alerts kept going off. Oh god! Because people were liking the the post, so she got ratioed. <laughs> look Why at you, do people look do at you that? knowing new terms. Why do people do that? I do not people understand. People are so stupid. Yes, yeah, someone, I remember when the whole Who Brittany cares thing if she is rich? Is rich or She's if having she, a medical uh, issue. If she elected to do it. Yes. Just because you elect to do something doesn't mean that someone has the right to butcher you. Right? You elected to get your hair cut and died. You, like... Right. <laughs> what if something happens there? Like, come on. Exactly. Now, someone said that whenever the whole Britney Court thing was going on, not that it's, you know, over or anything, but someone said, I wish that people would support their friends as much as they've been supporting Britney Spears. I'm all, first of all, this is a civil rights situation, be it Britney Spears or anyone else. And she's the first person that said, there are thousands of other people who are in my position mm -hmm. who are being abused by this situation. So she herself even came out to say, this is not about me, like, right. wanting to just be out of this and be free to do whatever. Like, there are thousands of other cases like mine where people are taking advantage of people and it's not okay. Oh, Congress wants her to testify, too. Yep, that's where I was going with it. I'm like, and that's... Amazing. She said she's not ready for that yet, and I think that that is very smart and mm -hmm. really shows you she's doing some work on herself. 100%. Right now. Yes. To know where you're at and be like, mm, not quite ready mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can tell she's definitely making some progress mentally and trying to just get everything out, process things, and seems to have a good grasp as to what she is capable of doing and what she isn't right now. Mm -hmm. Which I think is, that's half the battle, especially with someone of her celebrity. Not only that, but also just seeing the ju juxtaposition of the photos of when the conservatorship started mm -hmm. and her holding one of her boys, and now where they're taller than she is. Right. <laughs> it's a mindfuck, really. So just being able to, like, level that out mm -hmm. and have a normal relationship with them and get all that straightened out. I mean, God, good for her. Yeah, good but, good for her and good for her lawyer for actually... And also, like, she has the right to be selfish and self-involved when it comes to right. her own freedom I'm and just, agency to live her fucking right. life. Like, what an asshole. Right. Like, who Seriously. thinks this I, way? I don't ridiculous. understand. I just... The woman has literally been under... I mean, God. Just insane. Everyone thinks she's been living this most amazing life right. imaginable. And she's literally just been in jail and forced to work <laughs> against her will and medicated up the asshole against her fucking will. That's fucking creepy. I do like how she's been, like, posting old performances of herself and stuff. I feel like... Did you see the reel she did in the gym where she's showing off her gym routine? No. She, oh, I did not. God. I just saw her repost her Super Bowl performance with Mary J. Blige, who also was at a Super Bowl <laughs> performing just a couple of days ago. Oh, my God, you guys. I can't find it on uh, Instagram right now because I am way, had way too much wine. 
But um, <laughs> things are, I can't do two things at once. I can't talk and scroll through Instagram. <laughs> but it's just her, people, because people keep obviously using Britney remixes, yeah. Britney reels, and they're doing all mm-hmm. this stuff. So she's using her own popular sounds. Uh-huh. To make her own little videos. That's so cute. And doing her little workout. I feel like she's getting her confidence back, which is good. Yes. yes. Yeah. She's definitely sort of, like you said, she's kind of like a Bambi situation. Yes. You're like it's like... your legs, you're figuring it out. <laughs> she's not quite at a full run yet. Not yet, not yet. But a little stumblage yes. going on. The thighs haven't quite, you know, gotten strong <laughs> enough yet, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We are getting there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, I do like to see, oh, did something go wrong? So, why does Instagram keep asking me that? It make, it worries me. So I don't know much. why my notes app keeps asking me if I want to cancel my text when, I, like, when I'm not typing oh, anything. Oh. That's what I looked at earlier, but I looked down at my phone, it said, cancel typing? I'm like, I haven't touched you in, like, five minutes. What the, what ghost is in this room right now? Oh, there's a lot. That makes sense. Did you hear about the Bob Saget do not know if this is true or not, and I know this is terrible. Murder rumors. I thanks again to Heather McDonald and Juicy Scoop again. I'm still a fan. I still watch, despite a little falling out in the comments. Um, she personally insulted you, right? She literally did. <laughs> um, I, 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 she didn't say that it was like a. Murder type thing, but something's definitely seemed like foul play. Supposedly, he had some sort of head trauma, mm-hmm. yes. which couldn't really be, at least in some amateur sleuth's opinion, mm-hmm. created within the context of the room itself. Like, where okay. did he fall from? Did he jump off the bed? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, how you did you trip fall? and hit your head on a on a dresser? Sure, but, but yes, not multiple times. Got you. Okay. So I again, I have that I didn't know, and that's also like I thought it was like a switch. No blow. one has the coroner's report. No one has a police report. That's confidential yeah. information, as far as I know. Yeah. So until that were to come out or become public, we don't know if this is purely speculation. Got you. Or Can we let these have you. let the family grieve for a fucking couple of weeks? Jesus Christ! Yeah, I was a little upset at Heather about even talking about that, but I wasn't gonna put it in the comments because because <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about it. Now I'm on the radar. <laughs> uh, I'll never get to go on Juicy Scoop. <laughs> no, um, actually, speaking of which, in head trauma, she just fell. She's back on tour. She it. She had just started her show, and it's on video. Who? Heather McDonald. Oh no! She started her. She started her her bit, and it was like maybe a minute into the show, she was telling a joke and fainted. Boom! Hit the back of her head, and it created so much pressure that her eyes are completely blacked out. Oh my gosh! Even though she fell on the back of her head, right? Yeah, it just. She said she had internal bleeding to like oh. under, underneath her skull. Thankfully, it wasn't like going to you know result in death or anything like that. But yeah, she's been doing her show with sunglasses on lately. Like it's 
Yikes. Yeah, so speaking I of head, one speaking time, of, uh, of head trauma. I fainted one time on the tile floor, and I really am surprised that I didn't crack my head open and start bleeding, or at least knock myself unconscious. Yeah. Although I do not know how long I was out. But I was, like, writing something on my computer, and I was standing. Mm-hmm. And I guess I was standing there too long, and all I remember was I went to turn, and then everything was, like, dark, and I heard, like, a thud. Okay. And then I just remember looking at, and I was like, what is that thing moving around? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, it's the ceiling fan. Oh, I'm on the floor looking up at the ceiling. (laughs) Apparently, I just fallen straight backwards. Jesus. That was fine. Landed on my head. Didn't even bleed. I still have a scar from my fucking gay bashing incident, assholes, that they never caught. (laughs) Talk about a blast from the past. And you know what's weird? It's still tender. I, it, is it not like wincing pain, but I definitely it doesn't feel comfortable when you like run your hand across it. It's really weird because that was like eight years ago now, something like that. Do you still get like panic sometimes when you're walking by yourself like at night and stuff? You know what? I don't. No, it's weird. Little thing like I'm not that was not a little thing. It was I was on the news. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally almost died. I don't get phased. By things like that, mm-hmm. that much. Not like I have some weird, dangerous life where like this happens all the time. But I like even like my friends are like, "Are you okay?" Be like, "You probably should be going out pretty soon." I'm like, "Fuck that!" Once I'm healed, I'm going out and have myself a drink. I'm gonna take myself to fucking dinner, and I'm not gonna let this like ruin me living just because I ran into a couple of assholes. It is what it is, and I always say I'm happy that it was someone of at least, like, my height in that new what to do in a crisis versus someone who may have been smaller, more easily damaged, didn't know what to do. Because if you're just tuning in, story time. Um, I was gay bashed on Martin Luther King fucking day eight years ago. Um, some assholes hopped out of their car and basically just, like ramshacked me to the ground and I busted my head open, which I didn't realize until I stood up. Didn't they say things, though, too? They were, as I was crossing the street. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were saying slurs and everything else. It was very racially and gay-motivated. And I think they freaked out when they saw the damage they had done Mm -hmm. as far as my my head bleeding all over the sidewalk. (laughs) So they took off because I came to in time to hear doors closing and tires peeling out and I don't know how long I was out for um and I came to and thankfully again me working in the medical field after that I I stood up and I was fucking assholes and I was getting ready just to walk back up literally a half block to my home until I felt warmness on my back and then I realized that my hand was gushing blood A head wounds bleed a lot, too. Yeah. So I immediately called 911, and I said, hey, this is where I'm at. However, it's dark as fuck here. So I'm walking across the street. I'm losing a lot of blood. So if I happen to pass out, I'm going directly to the 7-Eleven. Oh, my God. I always thought someone else had called 911. No, it was me. I realize you. I did all this. Called. When I'm an independent woman. your own hero. I literally, I was like, I'm going to keep you on the phone with me. I'm walking towards the 7-Eleven because I am starting to get dizzy. If I do pass out, I want to be in a well-lit area. How are you even thinking this clearly? When I tell you, I go, I have weird 
panic mode reflexes when it comes to emergencies. You know what? That's like I mean, me when I'm extremely I'm really scared or really mad. Yeah, I'm like, like I, I, you know, I'm a terrible driver. But if it's yeah. a, if it's a situation where there's some shit going on, I'm mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, I literally, <laughs> I was like, I'm walking across Santa Monica Boulevard right now. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna be there in probably about a minute or so. I'm like, I can feel myself getting very lightheaded. So if I do pass out, I'll be in front of the Seven Eleven, well lit oh area. God. People are there. To monitor me. Mm-hmm. And I will say, to their credit, by the time I got to the 7-Eleven, which, on Fairfax, this that 7-Eleven across the street from whatever club that used to be, 79-69, that's not a, like, a, like a far walk. Yeah. They pulled up in the ambulance <laughs> immediately oh because God. I stayed on the phone with them. And then that's when I passed out. And yeah. I thought I had been asleep for like 15 minutes and I was at the hospital for like 12 hours. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to Stephen Black, who helped me out. My friend who works at Cedar sinai who saw my name <laughs> and was like, whoa, hold up. And made sure I was okay and that they really took care of me and, yeah, all of that. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, shit was fucking crazy. So, yeah, head trauma is a, is a serious thing. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, I... It's wild. Yeah, I... Yeah, but no, things like that don't phase me. I'm just like, it happened. But again, what, what if someone was so freaked out that they, you know, you panic, your blood starts pumping more, you know, you start losing more blood, and that's they wouldn't know like, what to do. What that's they- exactly the thing. Like, I, I don't always have the best panic response. Uh-huh. Like I said, if I'm in my car, I will come very close to hitting you, but I won't hit you. <laughs> when I'm in that mode, otherwise yeah. I'll fucking hit you, because I'm so anxious, and I'm so paranoid, and I'm so, like... <laughs> uh-huh. And... It's difficult to, like, like after I got mugged at gunpoint, mm-hmm. there was a long time where I was always kind of looking behind me mm-hmm. and, like, really worried. But I had to kind of have a moment with that and, like, take that over. Like, you know what? Like, I can't freak myself out all the fucking time. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just... Yeah, that, that never really bothered me. It was really weird. They actually had to tell me to be more serious in my interview for, for the news. Because I just kept laughing. Not like, haha, this is funny. But, like, I just didn't take it as seriously as it should have been taken, or that other people would have taken it, I guess. Yeah. So they were like, hey, like, we know it's probably like a nervous response, but you can't have you, like, you know, giggling or smiling so much. Can you please, like, <laughs> act <laughs> like you just went through something very traumatic? And I was like, I'm not seeing it as something very traumatic because, like, I'm, I'm okay. But I know that it was, obviously. Yeah. And if... If I were looking at someone in the same situation, I'd be like, oh my god, that's horrible. But because it's me, I'm just like, oh, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I knew what to do. They got there in time. <laughs> You're like, I'm alive. It's fine. All right. I'm like, I got some Vicodin. It's cool. Oh, here. Yeah, here's Heather in the hospital. Look at her eyes. Oh my god. That's just from falling backwards. Just from falling backwards. Jeez. But she's tall, though, as well. Yeah, so... but I mean... But yeah, like you would the think that she got socked. The human body is so weird. It's so weird. Pressure on one point creates something... Yeah, it's very odd. My left arm's still tingly, and hopefully I'm not having a heart attack. Don't die. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the sex question of the week. Go-go sex stories. Did y'all know I used to be a go-go? I did. 
So I've got many a story from that. I don't even know which one to tell, quite honestly. Although I will say, back in the day, Willem, yes, Mm -hmm. that Willem from Drag Race, somehow was like the go-go pimp of Mm -hmm. West Hollywood. Was. And instead of... It, was, it actually made sense because it was more centralized. Yeah. If you wanted a go-go dancer, you just called him, mm-hmm. he would arrange it, blah, blah, blah. Was and there you have it. Was there a percentage? I don't know. When I go-go'd, and I think now more so, is the promoters have relationships with various dancers that they like to work with, mm-hmm. and they just say like, hey, I'm doing a club, blah, 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 blah. Do you want to make some money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But yes, interestingly enough, at Richard Simmons Studio, picture it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working out with Richard Simmons in real life, Mm -hmm. for real. It's him and his afro, and Willem is in the class. And afterwards, he gives me his number. Mm -hmm. Willem or Richard? Willem. Okay. So that I can... I'm trying to guide the guests. Be one of his... Or the the listeners. They don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Richard already had my number. (laughs) To be one of his, like, go-go dancers. Mm -hmm. That's not the life for me. I had already done some Mm -hmm. go-going by that point. Yeah. I give it up for those boys. They have to be energized, Mm -hmm. out at night. Yes. Up until 3, 4 a.m. A lot of times they don't get paid till the end of the evening. Mm -hmm. They don't get paid a lot. People grope them. People grope them and treat them like I shit all the time. Never how many ways I lived it, no. Tips can be shit. People can be mm. shitty with tips. They don't always get drinks. It just... There's a lot. It's a lot. You know, again, you think it's so glamorous. You're going out and people are right. fawning over you or whatever, but you, know, you have to be up on that box for a certain period okay, of time. At what cost? And yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also... Some of them need to learn how to do more than a goddamn two-step. Mm-hmm. That is true. I mean, let's just call it spade a spade. That is true. So we wanted to know what your experience was with Hot and Sexy Go-Go's, which, by the way, before we get to it, the entomology of a go-go dancer mm-hmm. actually started way back in the 1960s at a French bar called Whiskey A Go-Go. Yes! Whiskey A Go-Go! was one of the first, I think the first, club to not feature live music okay. and just play recorded music. So they would just have it. So prior to that, you would always have like a live band, mm-hmm. I guess. Interesting. So fancy. And they just had, it was just a discotheque. So they just had a, mm-hmm. disc, a DJ, a disc jockey, and the go-go dancers too. Uh, and go-go is like energetic. That's what it, it means. Mm-hmm. So like kept the crowd going. Yeah. Go-going, if you will. And, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously I'll share a few stories at the end, but let's just say it is your job to keep the crowd up. Mm-hmm. And going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, one of our listeners said yes, that they have been with one in Amsterdam. Oh, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come through the exotic location. He said they were at a bachelor party, and they had a bear kink, which he was happy to satisfy. Oh, wow. Someone else said yes. <laughs> uh Thanks, you guys. We appreciate all the stories. Someone said no, 
but I want to shake that ass on my face. All right. You've got the right attitude. You maybe just need some more dollar bills. Mm-hmm. Someone said they are too fat and poor. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't say that. Come on. It doesn't take a lot of dollar bills. Just a few. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. What? Someone said, yes, they have hooked up with a go-go, and it was one of the hottest hookups they've ever had. He did the splits on his dick. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. I've actually never had that happen before. I can do it. You can, I know. Yeah, you, yeah. Wes is extremely flexible. Uh, I'll show you after the show. <laughs> yes, I picked up a stripper from a full nude strip bar. Oh, all right. Have you ever been to one of those? A full nude strip bar? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh. In Canada. Wow. Yeah. And I have not. It's like flopping all around. Oh, wow. It's like a sausage factory. Mm hmm. Not mad at it. All right. Uh, what? Yes. Uh, I'm thinking this is someone from one of our overseas people. Okay. Yes, a couple one that's gay famous. Oh. Yeah. All right. Good for you. That's what happens. You start working the box. You become famous. You start to travel. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do, except right? not on the, on the go go box. Exactly. <laughs> on the soapbox, yes. Mm -hmm. Go go box now. Get us a couple of drinks. You never know what's I mean, going to be. You, you know, hey, it's us. Who are we kidding? Um, he was also in school. What? what a God damn it, Instagram. You always get the two parts. I do! Well, at least the first part is, <laughs> duh. The <laughs> second part is, he was also in school for film music composition, but I would introduce him as a go-go dancer. <laughs> That's kind of great, not going to lie. Um, so, no, but watched one of my friends get railed by one in a pool party at night when, I was, when there was just three of us. Okay. Oh, good for you. Okay. Someone says, I wish. Oh, I tried so many times, always rejected. Oh, keep trying. Not Don't give up dollars. on that dream. Not enough dollar bills. Right. Been with dot 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 is a chaser. I thought he was too hot for me, but he was all over me. Oh. Oh, hey. Excuse me. Hmm. Hooked up with one worst sex ever, despite the perfect body. That that happens. Definitely can be true. Yeah, the yes. ones are, bl are blocked by the reply button. So, and I will for sure say that, like the perfect body, the rock hard body, blah blah blah, that can be very boring. It really can. Mm hmm. And not comfortable. You're like, ah, ah, I just chipped my tooth. Right. <laughs> You're like, eat a car, bitch. Shit. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I want to lay my head down and relax for a second. Right. <laughs> Uh, yes. Okay, what about you, Richie Rich? I mean, you work in the whole nightlife scene. I do, so. but oddly enough, I've you don't never, have those, you don't I've have go never worked anywhere with Go-Go Boys, which is the weird thing out of all the places I've ever worked at. No Go-Go Boys available. Doesn't mean I haven't fucked one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're in one. So, I haven't fucked one. I did get my dick sucked, though, just a few months ago. From the brand new one at Mickey's. Oh, hey. I went to see my friend who was bartending. Got myself a drink. And 
this beautiful man just beelined his way over off of the go-go box. He was going on a break. And, and you're like, hi. Asked me what my name was, how I knew the bartender. I said, oh, I work next door. I'm one of the managers. Said I was cute and drug me into the stall and sucked my dick. Don't be shy. Don't be slow about it. Just, like, make it happen. I was all... It's the best You know way. what? Like, quick result. Sure! Is, yeah. 30 seconds or less. It was great. We did, we did, <laughs> get, we did get a couple it. of knocks on the door. Oops. And a flashlight. However, the security guard knew who I was and knew that he was a go-go dancer, so he was like, he's a go-go, y'all, it's fine. <laughs> well, I had always go-goed for friends of mine who were promoters and who were doing various clubs. Never at, like, one of the big, big clubs. Yeah. You know, somewhere where there may be, like, two or three go-go's mm-hmm. and... You know, it was maybe a smaller venue. Never one of, like, the big... Certainly never one of the big circuit party events yeah. or anything like that. But enough... So, so motherload. <laughs> enough where you, you know, I've seen... Well, I mean, even just with other friends and stuff, you sort of yeah. see the backside of... That you see the storage room. You yes. Because that's where you get... Pun ready. intended. That's where, you, that's where you get ready. <laughs> the backside. In the closet. <laughs> um, you see the... Yeah, it's like it's like when you're in theater. You know, it's one of the mm-hmm. things I loved about being in theater was when you go to see a play or you go to see a production, You obviously the, all the stuff that you see is what they're presenting to you. Mm-hmm. But when you're backstage, it's like things aren't even painted the same color. Things are like, held together by fucking screws duct and duct tape. And yes, yes, literally. And there's just like a curtain. The closer you get to the set, the more fake and weird it looks. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, backstage is just a fucking mess. So mm-hmm. I do love that about being able to see that of the clubs and what have you. And, you know, I've had friends that either were they were paying... X amount just to do it, mm-hmm. and then you get tips or whatever. I mean, you know, a lot of people, flattery will get you everywhere. So, oh, Wes, you know, you have such a nice body, mm-hmm. so well, and I'm starting this club, and mm-hmm. I don't know how much I can pay you until the end of the night. That's always the thing, too. Uh-huh. It's like the end of the night is when the, everybody counts their money. Yep. <laughs> So do you make your money? That's what I found out when I was promoting a club as well. Yeah. I actually was very lucky because I promoted a club with someone who was very well known in WeHo and mm. really basically did all of the work. Yeah. I did nothing. And The Revolver. Yes. Wait, was it Revolver? Yeah, it was Revolver. It was, okay. Yeah. I, was, I can remember if that was before or after the change from a no. Revolver. Yeah, it was Revolver. So, seeing all that. I think overall, as a, I mean, certainly for myself, I was always treated very well. Mm-hmm. Drinks galore. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Paid tips. Friends yeah. would come treat me well. But I certainly could see a underside and a dark side. Oh yeah. Where you are not treated super well. Yep. You're not paid, mm-hmm. or you're running on tips, or. You know, people mm-hmm. are just weird and gross. Like, Illuminati, for sure, I saw a lot of weird shit go down. Oh, I'm sure. People passing out, people getting into fights. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And I was not getting involved. Like, you I was... like, <laughs> it's not your job. You're to promote. Have your face be seen. 
I was like, do you want to take a selfie? <laughs> I'm like, but how many gogos did you fuck? Uh, quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> but there have also been weird times, too. Like, I remember one time, oh, my God, where were we doing? Oh, my God, I think it was at gym bar. Oh, God. A friend of mine was the old gym bar, not mm-hmm. the new gym bar. Yeah. Where I was so fucking drunk. Like, I don't know what kind of place I was in. Ah! I probably had done... A lot of cocaine as well. <laughs> and I remember literally just taking some random guy to the bathroom and not even being subtle about the two oh, of us wow. going in there. Just coming back out and jumping back up on the bar like, what up? Like, it's a small bar. Like, everyone Tiny. just saw you. Yes. <laughs> the bathrooms are extremely visible. <laughs> not subtle at all. Subtlety is not my thing. But it is fun and it is wild. I mean, I would say it's something where if you can experience it, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? You know, live once. I thought I was gonna die a couple hours before the show. <laughs> so live it all. I'm still a I, I may fuck a go-go dancer tonight. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our sponsors and our show notes and save some money by using our coupon codes. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.